everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amber. We're identical twin sisters from Southern California. While we may look exactly alike, sometimes we think that's all we have in common. We invite you to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and hang out with us for a little bit. This is Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. Hi. Hello, twin. What's up? Nothing. Drinking my tea. <laughs> what kind of... Well, let me say hello to everybody else. We're asking what kind of tea you're drinking. Hello, listeners. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again to um, the Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. I am Amber, and my dual host is Ashley. Hi. Um, and thank you guys again. We always appreciate you guys listening. Please feel free to comment us. Um, all of our – all the places you guys can connect with us are in our description box or the show notes. If you haven't already, hit the bell to subscribe. If you are listening to us on YouTube, please go ahead and do that. Um, and if you please leave us a review, five-star review is best, especially on Apple podcast. And I guess we're just going to get right into it. So anyways, what kind of tea are you drinking, Twin? I am drinking my chai tea. I, which brand? Usually when I, uh, I don't know, whatever the brand is, I always drink. I, it's like the powdered kind. So I don't know what kind it is. It's the one I always drink. Okay. I think if you guys watch my blog, if anyone's watched my blog, I there's a I show the brand that I of tea that I drink. I can't think of the name right now, to be honest. But <laughs> hashtag um, not sponsored, yeah. clearly. Yeah, hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> um yeah, I usually like yogi tea, but this is not the yogi brand. I know for sure it's not the yogi brand. So um but yeah, it's pretty good. It's my favorite brand. It literally the only other chai that I will drink is Starbucks's chai. And I actually think this is the brand Starbucks uses. That's probably why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't drink any other kind. I've tried a million different kinds and it's not good. And so what I need at the end of my honestly, every day after my workout, I need like a little bit of caffeine and like at the end of my workout, because I feel like tired. I get like probably forty five minutes of energy and then I'm tired. So I drink tea. What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm also drinking ta- chai, but I'm drinking um, the Twinnings brand. So it's actually the actual tea bags. Um, mm. So I steep it. I just steep the tea, like the tea bag, and um, and then I put some almond milk in there and sugar because we have unsweetened almond milk uh, right now. So I put some a little bit, some sugar and some um, almond milk in there and makes a little nice, not fancy schmancy latte, but it's dang close. Bam. I should I should put some like cinnamon in here though. I should have had like put some cinnamon in here. Oh well. Maybe yeah. So. Uh, but anyways, that's what I'm sipping on right now. So Blake just brought me my tea. Uh, anyways, how was your how was your week? Good. So Phoenix, I've been I think I talked about this a couple episodes ago that I've been really trying to create a community here because you know Derek's very like um, set on staying here. I'm always open to moving. Like he could be like tomorrow we're moving to Alaska. Well, probably not Alaska, but like he could say we're moving, you know, to freaking Australia. And I'd be like, cool. <laughs> so I, I mean, being far away from my family would be hard, but like, I love new experiences, which I've learned as a Gemini thing. I didn't know that was a Gemini thing until I read something on Instagram about that. Apparently Gemini is like new experiences all the time. And so I've been trying to uh, kind of like have new experiences. So I've had, have a couple of building a few friends. One of them goes to my F45 class and she's actually an introvert, introvert. And she is a cancer Leo and she is like completely opposite of me. 
<laughs> so, and she said, she told me, so we did a play date with her kids. Um, and she actually, her kids actually go to the workout that Phoenix goes to. And they go two day, they both go two days a week. And, um, there's another little boy that goes on Thursday. So Phoenix sees these, you know, sees my friend's kids a lot during the week. And I see her a lot during the week because we all kind of like wait there while they're doing their workout. So anyways, so we, I was like, Hey, did you want to like go and go to the park and take the kids to the park today? Cause it was Saturday and it was beautiful outside. Um, and she was like, yeah, you know, we're going to go. So we went and we like talked and hung out and we bonded. And I think I'm quickly trying to make like a lot, a big friend group and just like hang out with people and just like extend invitations. I've been like very wary of like inviting people because of like the whole COVID thing and people feeling uncomfortable. But now like, I feel like people are like, all right, we're good. You know, cases are here are going down so much. And like, even people I know that haven't gotten vaccinated or having no plans of getting vaccinated are definitely very open to like going and hanging out too. So I'm like, uh, yeah, we need to go hang out. So it's been cool. Phoenix loves her kids and they love him. So I think this is like a good, and I like her, I like her. So yeah, not always does it happen where you like the mom and the kids. So (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's neat. Yeah. But what about you? I also had a play date this week and it wasn't as successful. I'll just leave it at that. It was like, just not great. But, um, I mean, I have, I, I have made quite a few friends, but they're just, they're couples friends. People, Blake likes the husbands. The girls are awesome. Um, oh, but I did go to, oh, I did on Saturday because we haven't recorded last, since last Saturday because we recorded early. I went to a, um, a girls night, right? Cause I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we recorded the second podcast before I went to the girls night. And so, I think Phoenix or Landon's birthday happened. Yes. And we went to the zoo. We did all the things. Yeah. So, yeah. so Saturday was Landon's birthday. So we did all the things for Landon's birthday. It was like, it ended up turning into this really long, like whole weekend situation because Saturday we were supposed to take him to the zoo on his actual birthday, but it rained like insane here so we never we didn't actually take him so we took him to the indoor play place here smiley and he had a blast it's like one of his favorite places on earth is to go to smiley so we did that blake and i baked a cake um and and like frosted it and broke happy birthday on and everything um he got more gifts than the child needs for sure um but we got him a bicycle i say that but he really i mean i don't know if there's like a cap on how many toys a kid needs as long as you know they play with it you have space as long as you have space. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he, um, he loved it. He had so much fun and we had fun. And then we went to the zoo, um, Indianapolis zoo on Tuesday of last week. Cause today is when it was Monday. So yeah, Tuesday of last week. Um, and oh, it was so fun. That zoo is very awesome. The Indianapolis zoo is really cool. And it was like the perfect size. We were able to get through all the attractions and see all the things and not feel like we just like, Oh wait, we really want to go see this. And it's so far. We can't get to this. And the zoo wasn't overcrowded. Cause it was, we, I'm glad we didn't go last Saturday because I'm sure it was going to be packed because the week before was um that week was spring break here. So I'm sure it was packed on Saturday. So I'm glad we actually went on the day we went because it wasn't very busy and um lines weren't crazy. And it was all little kids because the time of day we went and Landon's favorite, we got to see the dolphins, like a little dolphin show, which was awesome. Um, which he loved, loved. He wanted to go see the dolphins again, but we missed the second show. So, but he had a blast. The snakes and the dolphins. 
were his favorite things to see. <laughs> he was so excited. I was surprised. I was like, our son likes reptiles. Okay. I guess what little boy doesn't like reptiles, but Landon was so excited about the snakes. So we had a blast. It was a lot of fun, but if you hadn't seen it already, um, I think I did, I made a highlight for Indiana and I made a highlight for the Indianapolis zoo. So go check that out on my Instagram. If you missed any of my stories, um, it's, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. And if you're not following me, follow me and also look at my highlights and feel free to make, you know, let me know what you guys think. Or if you've ever been to the Indianapolis zoo, if there's something we missed or whatever, there were some things that were closed down. Um, but it was it, things that we probably wouldn't have done anyway, just because landed. So like, he's such, he's so little that we couldn't have done a lot of the stuff. Any, not a lot of the stuff, but like there was like a ride and we did do the train, but there's like this little toddler, like roller coaster that he's not tall enough yet to ride. So, uh, but we got to see all the animals and, so yeah, it was fun. Nice. Um, but anyways, let's hop in to our topic, which is kind of a cool one. Um, Ash and I got reminiscing about some of the books that we love to read as kids. And we thought we'd share with you guys some of those um, series. A lot of them are series um, of books, not just one book in particular that we really enjoyed um, growing up. So I think the first one um, was what? Boxcar Children? Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be like pretty nostalgic because we were like reading nerds and I think like we I mean it shows in the fact that like when we were younger I was telling Derek about this like we used to just go to the Barnes Barnes and Noble with mom and just sit in Barnes and Noble for hours and we would go to the library and sit in the library for hours and check out like the maximum amount of books we could check out for every single one of us, like, and there were five of us. So we lead there with like 50 books. I think the max you can check out was like 10 or something. And we'd each check out 10 books. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then like, like and a lot of times that is only 10. Yeah. And we would even like barter with each other. Like if you, somebody wasn't checking out 10, we would like the other person would check out the extra book for us, like under their card or whatever. Like we literally loved, like I was like some of my favorite things was just sitting in life. Something so calling about sitting in a bookstore and like being surrounded by so many books and just, I just love bookstores. Um, that's one of the things I really miss about COVID on top of a lot of things, which is a small thing, but just being like the Barnes and Noble, I literally sat on the floor for five minutes one time in Barnes and Noble recently. And this lady came and yelled at me. She's like, there is no seating allowed. And I was like, it says there's no seating. It doesn't say I can't sit. Yeah. So <laughs> it just says there's no seating. So you're telling me I can't sit on the floor. And she's just like, no there's a sign and I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, that's, I used to love that. Sit in a comfy chair. Like, and now you could like put on headphones and listen to music and just read, Oh my goodness. So anyways, I'm really trying to instill that in Phoenix. We've talked about before. Amber reads Landon, reads Landon every night. I read to Phoenix every night. That's my bedtime. I read him three, four stories. So that's really important to us. So anyways, all that said, the first book series is which one? Boxcar children. Do you remember the, do you remember the author? No, but I can look it up. Okay, so if I remember correctly, the Boxcar Children was is like a mystery. Like, yeah, it's like a mystery. Well, yeah, so it's like a bunch of kids, and I remember something about. I think there's. I don't remember exactly, but I remember Boxcar has to do with a train, and like they live by a train, or they meet in a train, or something having to do with that. Anyways, it's for the age it's group. By if Randy, I remember, Randy McNally, and it's for the age group, um, grades two through six. That's what I was going to say. Okay. And it's about four orphans. Um, they, and they live in of an abandoned boxcar. That's what it is. Okay. Exactly. All right. Cool. And they solve mysteries, don't they? Yeah. They solve mysteries. Okay. So yeah, it's really, it was really good. They still sell it. I actually saw it at Barnes and Noble. They've like 
repu- re I don't know what it's called, republished it, I guess. And so it has like, you know, the cover art is like a little bit different. It was, ad- it was adapted into a movie in 2014. What? And there was a, yeah. And then there was a second one. The sequel was in 2019. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know Where? That we need to find this movie. I don't know. I'm just reading, I'm reading the article about it. And it says that apparently the first one was published in 1924. Wow. Yeah. So the ones that, that Ashley and I, the ones that Ashley and I read as kids were definitely the reprint, reprint of the reprint. <laughs> because <laughs> those, I, cause they were just like little like paperback books and we loved them. That's awesome. Yeah. I gotta have to, we're gonna definitely check into the movie twin. Yeah. We have to like for real. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you guys check that out. I think it's cool because I really want Phoenix to read some of these books. Like, once we get into chapter books, just, like, him finding – that was one of the things that really kept me – kept us reading. I think it was finding series that, like, we were just in the series. You know what I mean? And, like, every time a new book came out, it was, like, the next episode of our favorite show coming out, to be honest. Or the next – now it would be the next season of something because you can watch the whole show now in a weekend. But, yeah, like, the next episode of something coming out, it was, like, that exciting. And, like, we would stay up and read anyways. So, what's the next book series? Babysitter's Club by Anne M. Martin. Yes, Babysitter's Club. I don't have, I don't think I have any more Babysitter's Club books. I'm here. sure we have them in a box somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure we have one or two in a box somewhere. Um, I don't think Phoenix will read Babysitter's Club. It's kind of geared towards little girls. Not kind um, of. It's very, I mean, it is. It's a whole series about little girls. Um, but they did a, do a Netflix adaptation of it. And I mean, I have my opinions also, about the there's also movies. But. There's a there's movies that were done way before the Netflix show. So check out the movies, the Babysitters Club movies, if you're yeah yeah. Um, hold on. I was gonna sneeze and it didn't come. Okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. So the Babysitters Club books were my probably my favorite. I think I was probably the most obsessed with them. I used to collect like legit collect them. Um, in order because each girl, like, so the babysitters club is kind of cool. It's got a kind of the same vibe as the, um, the American girl doll, doll books. Like they don't have like full series of American girl dolls, but the babysitters club focuses on one of the girls in like a series of books each time. Um, which is pretty cool. And then the, the premise is like their best friends and they all like, they share their perspective on different situations that happen in their preteen life and blah, blah. But it's such a, it's such a cute, if you have a daughter that's like in that age range, that's in like middle school, early high school age, Babysitter's Club is a really good, solid, good book series, I think, um, to read. As far as watching the show on Netflix, I would say watch an episode, watch, watch the season as an adult first and decide of what parts of that show you want your appropriate exposure, for your kids. yeah, appropriate for your kids for their age, for their understanding, because you're in, you're going to end up like you know like watching Degrassi. I told Blake this week about an episode of Degrassi where, um, do you remember this episode twin where the guy was like, all the girls were like hooking up with this guy, and I say hooking up because and he got an STD, he spread the STD around, and they had the yeah, bracelet. but yeah, the bracelets that like he gave the girls the bracelets yeah. that like Emma got yeah. Emma got it got an STD. Yeah, it's not it's so gross. Cool. Yeah, so gross. I told Blake about it. He was like, "That is not real." I was like, "That was that was that show." He was yeah. like, "Oh my god, what are you, what were Yo, you watching?" That we should funny. do an episode about the shows we watched as kids, like the like Nine Hundred Two and One Tree Hill, 
all the Gilmore Girls, freaking Degrassi, like all those shows, and like and Friends, and like whether or not how, I mean how gnarly like some of the topics were. As an adult, I'm like, oh my god, like Gilmore Girls oh and god. Friends would have been canceled. Like, not in the sense of, like, not on television. I mean, like, canceled in the 2021 version of canceled. Yeah. Because like some of the stuff, about. it's it's some of, it's still funny, some of it. Like, it's still funny. But it is way not politically correct. Anyways, okay. <laughs> um, so, right. okay, what's the next book series that we had on the list? So, Twilight, Stephanie Meyer. Duh. Um, I think I remember my my oldest memory of Twilight is being at cedar park high school and being in theater class and girls sitting in circles crying and i'm like what are you crying about we were what seven eight seventeen yeah eighteen and i just remember seeing a bunch of girls i have a vivid memory of girls crying sitting in circles crying over this book and i'm like what are you reading like why are you crying it's twilight it's so sad this and that i'm just like what and I was like, I'm not reading this. And then I don't yeah. think I, I don't think we read Twilight until we were in our 20s. I would say, yeah. or like <laughs> out of out of high school, like 1920. Yeah. We bought them yeah. ourselves. So yes, whatever that that's was. how old we were. Yes, <laughs> we went and purchased them ourselves, and we had them in our own when we were in our own apartments reading them. Yeah. So yeah, but great series. I read all of them. I read them all before I saw the movie, the any of the movies. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, um, I think that's what made me honestly really want to read them was because you were just like super. Ashley was definitely way more into them than me. I did read them, but like, I don't think I less read the last one. Um, but the move, I think for me, it was like I wanted to experience the books, um, at least enough to like kind of get really understand Stephanie Meyer's like character development before I watched the movie. So I felt like it was appropriate to at least read one of the books before watching the movie. I felt the same way about Hunger Games, which is our next one. Um, a lot of kids had to read Hunger Games in school, at least the first one, which now I'm thinking about it again, another freaking intense dark book that people have to read. It's like required reading in some schools. At least it was, it may not still be now, but I hope not. But yeah. Hunger Games is like 1984. Do you remember that book? Yeah. It's definitely like that. A lot like that. It's basically 1984. Like a post-apocalyptic world where people have people are controlled by their government, and there are super rich people that control everything, and everybody else is like on the bottom, and like the way you have to climb up the ladder is something terrible, and like yeah. that's literally what the book is. I it's cannot. Awful. It, I I do not. <laughs> I think the even before I was a parent, I thought the concept of people having to sacrifice their children to fight. And to be honest, okay, let's think. And, Oh, hi, Landon. I'm so, he's singing in the background, apparently. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that, like, the idea of that now, if you think about it, we do, we, people send their children, their 18 year olds who are technically adults to war. To war. Okay. But I think the youngest person in, in the Hunger Games was 13 or something, right? Yeah. The one that dies. Yeah. The, in the beginning of the book. And it's sorry, it's a spoiler, but <laughs> different. Okay, it's different sending our kids to to boot camp where they may or may not have to actually go and fight in war. Hunger Games, they are literally sending them to their death, like they yeah, go fight for to real. the death. It is horrible, and I remember. So I think <laughs> when I so it's another series that I made Blake watch. Like I made him watch Maze Runner. I made him watch that. I made him watch um, 
starts with Divergent Disney, series. Divergent series, which he loves. He That's loves good. two out of three. I don't think I will ever be able to get him to watch Hunger Games with me ever again. He could not get once the they last were episode was the concept of it. He was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. He's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I was like, okay. When I was in the theater and I watched uh, the because the last book is in two movies, okay? Mockingjay. The, yes, the end of Mockingjay, the Mockingjay Part One, where Homeboy is screaming in that the freaking in the, yeah, yo, I that <laughs> messed me up for. I'm not kidding. That messed me up for a, a while. That literally like. I was like, that was ever since then, I've been like, basically like, fuck this movie. Like, I literally was done with the games. I was like, and then of course, I'm like, well, I have to see the end because we already, I already invested freaking, you know, how many hours, 10 hours of my life into this already. So I have to see how that, I have no desire. Like, it shows up all the time on Hulu Hunger Games. Who wants to watch this on a regular basis? And they say the books the books are worse than the movie. I just I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It's pretty brutal. And it's so we, it's, highly, okay. we highly recommend that you read games. <laughs> but the age group it's targeted to the age group is what preteens. I I don't know. Let me look and see. Go. We'll talk about the next one while I look it up. The next one is your favorite book series, The Insiders, way lighter than The Hunger Games. Okay, so we'll get off the br- brutality that is Hunger Games. My favorite series, probably oh, all the way through. The Hunger Games are by Z- Susan Collins, by the way. Susan Collins, okay. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so The Insiders is a book series, and it's about boys, which is hilarious to me. The book series is about a bunch of friends, and they are—they all live in, like, this upper uh, east side part of New York City, so they all have money, all in different gradients like levels so it's it's very similar to like um gossip girl type of vibe but it's all boys and so you kind of go through each one of them and like their relationships with girls their relation their friendships with each other all of this kind of stuff and it was a really really good book i enjoyed reading it i've always had a like i think when i was younger the idea of like getting into a teenage boy's mind as a teenage girl was like fascinating um the author is jay mentor and um yeah. So then what they did was they, I read all the books, all of the books with the boys and throughout the book series, you get introduced to the, to the girls that are like correspond to them. So like there's a character sister, um, a on and off girlfriends, um, their friends, things like that, where they kind of like cross paths with them at certain parties or they go to school with them or whatever. And so what they did was they did a whole, she, the author did a whole spinoff series um, and it's all of the female characters that were introduced into the book with the men. Now I don't, fi- or the boys, I don't find the girls book as interesting. The girls books as interesting, but it may have also been because I think I read like eight or nine of those books and then all the girl books came out. And then I think I just kind of like grew up out, like out of the age range of like who reads them, I think. Um, so I just kind of stopped, but I still have a few of them. And like every once in a while I'll like pick up one and like, read through it. I still think my favorite genre book is like young adult books. Like I don't find, I feel like I, we don't, I don't read the stuff that like 30 year olds are supposed to quote unquote supposed well, to be reading. We listen to them on audiobooks. <laughs> yeah. It, we don't really like, if it's like an adult book, I'm like, okay, I'm about to listen to this because I don't really feel like reading it. So yeah, the story, the story of it doesn't engage me. I feel like I'm in school a lot with a lot of the books that like, 
because unless it's like a sex driven novel, like there's like a the the genre of nonfiction for thirty year olds is kind of small. Um, so I have yeah, or to like very find, serious or yeah, or it's very serious or it's about motherhood or like. Yeah, there's no, like, books about, like, there, where's the books, like, Sex in the City? Like, where's that book? Like, where's your book about, like, 30-year-olds? The show's based on a book, so read it. I know, but I'm saying, like, where are there other, there's no, there, there, there aren't that series. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should be more. We're going to make a mission. If you guys know of some 30-year-old, age-appropriate 30-year-old, not college, not preteen, 30-year-old. Gray. Not Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> regular 30-year-old friends type scenario life books. Let us know. We have. I really want to know. Maybe I'll put a poll on Instagram and yeah. get some suggestions because. We would love some. I, there has to be books. That's why people, that's why our age group reads young adult books because no one's trying to read serious books. Like who wants to read serious books? Like I, Unless you're reading The Hunger Games. <sighs> No. <laughs> All right, our last one. We got one more, and then um, and I think we have one more on our list. So Sarah, this one's this one was my series that I read. It's any book by Sarah Dessen, might give or take. I think I stopped reading her books when I was in in call. So two when I was in like college, so like two two thousand ten, eleven. Yeah. Um, I stopped, I stopped reading them then because I just, life got really busy and I just never sat and took the time to read them. So she's come out with four new, four more books since then. Her most recent book came out in 2019. The thing that made her the most famous, which is what introduced her to me, my very first book I read to her, which I also have a signed copy of, um, is This Lullaby. The, but the movie, How to Deal, remember that movie, Twin with? Yeah. Okay. It is based on. Her two of her books, Someone Like You and That Summer, both of which I read. I have soft copies and hard copies of them. I love her books so, so, so much. They literally got me through life. I was crazy. Even Blake knows how obsessed I am because I got one of my books signed when he and I were together. I drove. She was at Barnes & Noble. I drove and I cried and got her to sign one of my books. (laughs) I was so happy that she signed one of my books. So. Anyways, Sarah Dustin, she's awesome. But um, it made me lose my train of thought. You said you were getting it signed. Oh, yes. Got it signed. And, yeah, I absolutely was so happy. I cried. I was just – I don't know why. It was like the culmination of all years and years of, like, study or something that came together in this one moment that I got her to sign my book. And I was so happy about it. So, yeah. yes, I was upset. I collect, not only did I read them all, but I collected all of them in, I have the hard copies and the soft copies. And over the years, she has changed the cover art. So she has gotten the books reprinted in different cover art so that she can keep them modern. So other kids, like other people in multiple ages can relate to them. So she, there's multiple cover art too, which is awesome. So but yeah. let's get into our um, go girl, no girl before we. Okay, wait. Before up. we do, we have to honorable honorable mention Harry Potter. Well, we did not read Harry Potter. I know plenty of people are like, well, obviously Harry Potter should be on this list. No, we were not allowed to read it. We did not read it. I don't think I. I don't think I've read two sentences of a Harry Potter book ever. I have. Uh, I read the first chapter of the first book. Have you? Yep. Okay. Well, I've seen. We've seen all the movies, but we did. Uh, we did not read the books. Um, maybe as an adult, I'll find it more interesting because the language is a little bit, um, because it's, it has that like British accent, it comes off a little bit old world. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, we did not read Harry Potter. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, but 
I'm sure people could read it. The movies are good. So, yeah. Okay. I enjoyed the movies. All right. So, yeah, let's get into it. You go first. Okay. So, my go girl is that I have started a journal on my MacBook, which I think I told you guys a couple weeks ago. I did get a brand new MacBook Air, which I am obsessed with. Um, <clears throat> she is like my best friend in a weird way, but I have started <laughs> writing um, a journal, which I was that kid that always thought that like, Veronica Mars, like writing in her journal was like the coolest thing ever, like sitting on her, like her puffy colored MacBook writing on her journal vigorously. And I always wanted to have a MacBook so I could type a journal on it. I've (laughs) done this and I've started doing it and I've named it Dear Mac. So I've just like started out. She was like, that sounds like a vlog. We'll see if it develops into enough non-nonsense to be a vlog that some people, that people would actually want to listen to or would want to a uh, blog that people would actually want to read. But right now I've started doing it and it's awesome because it's like, I just, there's, I'm writing to someone that can never give me an opinion, can never have a thought, can never like, you know, secretly tell their man what I said or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just all like, you know, me and it's typing too, which I really enjoy because it's It's a place for you to dump. Yeah. I entire, I prefer to type than I do to like write things out. So I'm excited. So that's what I've been, that's what I've started this week. Awesome. Um, okay. So mine is, so we went to the, the beach yesterday for the first time since, uh, last summer, which was amazing. We had like a, we've had like a couple random, like today it's going to be 86. Yesterday was 82. So like a couple of random warm days, the ocean is warming up, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, I've just, it's been great. The only thing is, so my no girl or go girl, I don't know how you can, which one it is, but I literally cannot spit any of my swimsuits. Like yesterday. Oh, they're too small. I mean, too big. So like all of the swimsuits that we bought when we were younger had that like low rise, like right under the belly cut to them. Right. right. Which, which in certain styles is fine. But like, for some reason, the bottoms that I have, I hate. Last summer, I bought a brand new swimsuit. When I first started losing weight, I cannot fit it anymore. The bottom Yay! is way, well, okay. <laughs> the bottom is way too, is way too big, but the top, because I have my trice, my, uh, my, what are these muscles called? My traps okay. are bigger. I, the straps don't fit. And my back is like, it's more narrow, but still wider. So it just, Yesterday, I was getting so annoyed when I was trying to pick up a swimsuit. And thankfully, Derek came upstairs and was like, babe, you look so great in your swimsuit. I was like, thank God, because I needed someone to tell me that I look nice <laughs> because I was struggling. I literally put on every single swimsuit in my drawer and I was like, this doesn't fit right. This is so old. This one is faded. And I just, so. Throw them, please tell me you threw them away. Rio Kondo, your freaking swimsuits, twin. I literally. I literally need to just, there's one black top that I like because it ties in the back. So it's not tight on me. It's the strapless top that I have. I'm going to keep that top and I'm probably just going to throw, I have a one piece, but the one piece doesn't fit because again, it's, it's halter and my traps are so big now that the halter and I have a long torso. Oh my gosh. I was literally struggling. So Derek already told me, he was like, you should go buy a new swimsuit. And he wanted me to buy one like like a month ago. And I was like, I'm just really not in the mood to shop for swimsuits right now. Yeah. So I didn't shop for one. And I'm mad that I didn't because I'm like, I should have bought a freaking swimsuit because this one doesn't fit. So 
uh, and none of my swimsuits fit. So I'm going to have to go purchase a new swimsuit. We're planning on going to water parks, the pool, often, all kinds of things. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's a no girl. I mean, it's a go girl in the sense that, yay, I lost a bunch of weight. And it's a no girl in the sense that like I was having a tire struggle fest trying to fit into my swimsuit. That reminded me of a go girl that I didn't mention and then we'll be done. I promise. Okay. So I do, I bought these shorts when I first moved to Indiana. We, I bought these shorts from to replace some shorts that, um, someone stole out of the dryer. Someone stole out of the dryer. They were a size 16 juniors when I bought them. 16 juniors? Wow. Yeah. When I bought them. So I go to put on a pair of shorts and I was like, oh, my denim shorts. Oh, I don't know if these are going to fit. When I tell you they didn't fit twin, they were so big. I walked out. I was like, babe, look at these. And I (laughs) legit, they were a size 16. And that was like, I was like in them, but like not super comfortably in them. Yeah. And they are way, like, way too big. So you should I'm take a you. photo. I have so many. Well, I don't, I don't think I have any pictures of me wearing them though, but yeah, but you I mean, can I do that photo where like you hold them out, you know? Yeah. They are so too, like, it's crazy. They're so too big. And I remember like, I was like squeezed into them. My legs were squeezed. My tummy was squeezed in. And now like, so yay. But yay. on that note, we're both making a lot of progress just in life in general. So I'm very happy about that. But, um, Thank you guys so much again for listening. Um, Please make sure that you subscribe, do all the fun things, follow us, and leave us a comment. Let us know if you have any other books that you think that we should check out and read. As 30-year-old women, we would love some book suggestions that aren't about college kids and their love life. So, but on that note, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.